You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Now the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Let's read together 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And then we start from verse 1. I want us to read it together. A lady spoke to me yesterday about something, and uh, when she was true, I was praying about what, what I discussed with her, and I felt I should just say this to the old house. The Bible says, um, let's start from verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. The Bible says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. That means we live in the physical environment, but we don't tackle things from physical point of view. We walk in the flesh, but we do not walk after the flesh. Now the Bible says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So there are carnal weapons. There are carnal weapons. But they are mighty true God. So there are carnal weapons, but the Bible says the weapons that we use, when we fight, we do not fight with carnal weapons. And the Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty true God. In pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that results itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is complete. What she discussed with me actually bothered more on things happening, you know somewhere in our home and maybe in the office or some other things and um i just want to say this to you to everybody and i have to tell the person that do not use kind of weapon if somebody hurts you in the office in the family wherever don't respond back by hurting the person and if somebody slandering you don't also begin to slander back. It's common among believers. What you are doing is that you are using a carnal weapon. The Bible says that the weapons you have been given, they are mighty through God. Things can be arrested in the spirit. Arguments can be arrested. Somebody can go about saying things about you. When you two start talking, you are, and that is what the devil wants. New creation don't respond that way. You can go to your closet and ask God to shut down every argument. Somehow, everybody will start knowing the whole truth of the matter without you saying anything. Something happened to this lady and somebody that she wanted to actually take on to social media and to. And I said, No, you, you, just you are a believer. You don't tackle things. It's true. People hurt us from time to time. And then it's not even the people. Sometimes stories that are untrue, so that, that are not true, are being, they are spreading around about you. Everybody will face this from time to time, especially when you are rising. You might want to get married to somebody. It happened I wanted to get married because that was what happened. That and news are spreading. Somebody went to a. a in-laws house to tell terrible stories and a spirit-filled woman she just told me that it should not think he's the only one when i start and i said no 
you cannot start. <laughs> Hallelujah. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are mighty through God. Mighty through God. When I get married, somebody that up till now, honestly, still a I cannot imagine what that person did. That's why that person made me to know that the Bible said that the devil entered Judas. Satan can enter people. Even though you are a Christian, you must not give back. That's what I said. Give no place to the devil. When you do, it will occupy the space and it will do more than what you have taught. This was a friend I grew with. I didn't know my wife then. I met her and not to discuss uh, details. I helped her with many things. Then he went to serve. Then she met my wife. And they clicked. And they came back to Lagos after the service and they were living together. And then she met, yeah, she had indicated before that she liked me, but then, that was then, when we were all in school. She was another investor, another school. That was then. But then they met, they became friends and they were living together. And she got married first, the lady. And the day I met my, my wife through her, and when I even mentioned the fact that I think I like your friend, she was so happy. But then I asked my wife and she said yes, and I told her in her husband's house. And she was dancing around, she rejoiced. And two days after she called me, I said, you know what? I, there's something I want to tell you, it's a very serious thing. I don't like two of my friends dating each other. I was even joking. I said, then don't be our friend now. It's very simple. You don't, have, you don't like two friends date each other. Now we are dating. She said, actually, I'm not joking. And she went on, honestly speaking, till today, still a wonder to me. I thought it was a joke. Until she went to my parents' house to say that my say terrible things about my wife. This lady knew me when I was a teenager. She had known me since. As a Christian all my life. As in since she, she knew me then. And she went to her mo my, my mother-in-law, went to, uh, to be then. Ah, he said, you should know the reputation of the guy that your, your daughter wants to marry. We met, me and I met in a fellowship. All that ever brought us together was fellowship. Nothing outside fellowship. But she started saying things. That I know the city grew up, I was in that city. Ah, there was a crowd and said all sorts. And I started sending messages to all my friends. The first word they asked me that, sorry, she mad. I said she's married. That in fact she's pregnant, right? I do understand this kind of thing. You know, she went as far as swearing that the wedding we owed over a dead body. This is a very pathetic story. And 24 hours after her wedding, she died. She was working in the church, very close to one of the anointed fathers who have been here. Give no place to the devil give no place what did i do to her okay even if you liked me then and you, you are married now i tried my best to reconcile to reach out but she blocked every channel and when people begin to appear like that you don't want to forgive you don't want to talk you don't want to i said what exactly did i do i said if it's about leaving her we are clicked i cannot leave her i can't leave her because of your opinion my marriage cannot be based on your opinion. You didn't give back to me. Even those who gave back to me did not complain about what I'm saying. I don't know what your own is. Three elderly pastors spoke to her and they told her that what you are doing is madness. She stopped going around there. The one that was her mentor, she almost insulted her mentor. 
I was like, what kind of spirit is this? It's amazing. I wonder the pastor of the church where she was called my wife out. We're not married then. And said that all those who are against you will go down. When she told me, I said, please call your friend and tell her to stop this thing that she's doing. She continued. Why? Well, you see, I refused to do it. Number one, I was very close to that pastor. If I reported what she was doing, they would sack her from the office, but not me. The weapons of our warfare, we don't even go and say, Lord, deal with so-so person. No, what you should just do, ask God to remove whatever the impact of those slandering should make. In the realm of the spirit, they can make it or say, it is very painful to the devil when he's beating the drum and nobody's hearing the sound. You do hear that? Yes, sir. One of the greatest pains that the devil can have is exactly what happened to Apostle Paul. He said, the thing that, are, that happened to me, Philippians 1, 12, I stung to the furtherance of the gospel. Philippians 1, 12. The things, the devil shot him in the cell. I think I made a post on that during the week. He saw the way Paul was going from city to city and locked Paul in. So that evangelism will stop. But by locking Paul in, we have letters in the Bible now. Paul died since. We are still bearing Paul today. Preaching epistles of Paul today. If you did not go to the prison, you wouldn't write those epistles. So when he saw it, he said that the thing that happened to me. Once, this is why it's important to pray. One day they say, battle against your soul. And so people stand against you. Don't pray that they should die. You just pray that the counsel of God be established in the matter. What will now happen is that exactly what happened to Joseph. The brother sold him. But when the father died, <laughs> Genesis 50, when the father died, then the brothers came to one of them told them, I see, Joseph being nice to us is because Papa was alive. Papa don't die now. Joseph will retaliate. He said that, and Joseph said, ah, my, when he told him, he wept. He said, ah, ah, why are you thinking like that? He said, you meant it for evil, but God turned. This week, there will be many turnings. You meant it for evil. Oh, there is nothing our king is a master turner. I, I, this just flashing in my spirit. There are people here. The enemy took away your father early. Stop brooding over the father. Daddy died early. God will turn it. It is true that you missed the role daddy should have played. But what will be the bigger miracle is that instead of that gap to haunt you, it will make you a great man this life. You know, there are single mothers that the reason why everybody in the world will know their name now is because a man walked away, walked out on them. If you offer prayer, God will turn it and turn it. He can even turn disability to a blessing. Failure can be turned. This is why Christians are not afraid of sharing our. I told the leaders today, we are not afraid of sharing our failures, our mistakes. As we pray, all things work together. All things they mean all. The Bible says that we know not how to pray, but the spirit Romans chapter 8, first we start from 24. It said that was 20. It said, We know not our body, spirit helps us. 
with our infirmity. He now said, and we know. And we know. For those who pray in the spirit, there will be that knowing in your spirit that everything, everything. When he wanted to sell Joseph, he prayed, oh God, don't let them sell me. Don't let them sell me. Because Reuben said so that day. You know, when they went to Egypt, when they saw, when they came to, the, to Egypt and they met him and he stood there, you know, they were speaking Hebrew. They thought he was an Egyptian. And that will lead me to what I want to say to briefly say, but later, uh, I'm looking at my time. <laughs> they thought he was an Egyptian. So they were speaking Hebrew language because he was playing with them. Joseph was a very mischievous person. He said, You are spies. Ah, we are not spies. So though we are 12, 12 men. How can you say you are not spies? 12, 11 men. Say, Ah, no, we are from one father. Okay, they were 10 initially. Say, If I had the last born at home, Benjamin, that the father, they said that we were 12, for one died. I'm sure he laughed that really, he died. They said one died. And the last born is at home. So these are the 10 of us. Joseph said, Okay, I will allow you to go today, but you must bring your brother. So he took Simon and he locked up Simon. Simon must have been the one that said that they should kill Joseph. Because the Bible says, when the father wanted to bless them, he said, Ah, Simon and Levi. He said, Instrument of cruelty. He said, Men of violence. He said, Oh, my soul, don't dwell with them. So the father must have said that because they were the ones who said. And I've done the analysis before. You, you can easily eliminate other people from the whole thing. Reuben was the firstborn. But because he slept with his father's wife, he didn't have mouth again. And Reuben was the one that said that, what do we get? He said, Bible said that he said that, let's cast him into the pit. Don't let us kill him. And the Bible said he said that because he was thinking that later we'll rescue him and take him to his brother. That's a, a, a story for another day. You will lose your authority when you have, when you are character deficient. You will lose your authority when you are character deficient. So, a character deficiency makes a man. You are the firstborn, but you lose your position. I pray for everybody that is in any leadership position today, whether you are the firstborn of the family, the head of the family, the father of the family, that you don't lose your position. I pray for you. If it's about prosperity, that's why people I'm saying, so we should pray for people not to prosper. Any, or what are they saying? That's why I, I bless you in the name of the Lord that God will so much bless you that if you are the husband, you will truly be husband indeed. If you are the father, you will be the father indeed. The bulk of the supply for the family will come from you in Jesus' name. Because see, when you are not where you should be, someone else will take your authority. The firstborn didn't want them to kill his brother and they could not say it straight. He said, let's throw him into the pit. And the Bible said, I was thinking that later we will come and rescue him. He was the firstborn. Firstborn had double authority in those days. He could have said, are you mad? You want to kill who? If he said, but they, they all knew his secrets. One of them saw him <laughs> when he was having a nice time with Papa's Kokobai. And the guy stole the secrets. And once you have done something wrong, come out in the open and expose yourself. All your enemies will lose power over you if you do that. But it is in the nature of man to hide. It started from the first man in the Bible. The moment Adam sinned, he went to hide. In new creation, when we do something wrong, we don't hide. Some of you listen to me still find it very difficult to say sorry. It does not reduce who you are. Marriages are broken because somebody not willing to say sorry. How expensive is sorry? That's why people cannot afford it. Some will go and buy a gift for their wife to say, I'm sorry. They start doing nice things. Some women are like that. So you'll start being nice at home. 
Instead of saying sorry, you cook the best food. <laughs> if you meet a mean man, he will finish your food and remind you that you have not said sorry. Why do some people find it very hard? Some, it's because of the background. Things have happened in the past. For about 15 minutes, I'm going to start a message very soon. When I'm doing what I'm saying, come out of your father's house. That's the title. And we're going to continue next week's on it. Don't, 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 don't miss it. Are you with me? So Reuben lost his authority. He couldn't say that. So, so he must, and in those days, they follow a right order in love. So it must have been Simon and Levi. Simon was the second born. So it must be the one that took this position. Because the fourth born that was very popular among them was Judah. And Judah also said, the Bible, Judah was one that said that here the Ishmaelites are coming. He said, why do we, what do we gain if we kill him? Let us sell him. So the selling idea was from Judah. Judah was a businessman from a particular part of Nigeria. Others were murderers. My people, Yoruba, can slander. So others were murderers. Well, Judah said, I don't see sense in killing my brother. Bros, I will make you sell them and get money. And he did. So when you see a tribe, when I say to I'm not talking about physical tribe. Every, yeah, people, people are different because easily in Nigeria we associate things with tribe. It's not true. There are good people in every tribe. There are bad people in every tribe. Some people have said that yeah, uh, people from the East, they like money. Is it really true? Some of the most contented people that I have around me, Bailey and the rest of them, they are from the East. So it's not true. It's not always true. Say so Yorubas, they gossip a lot. Well, some of us don't gossip. But I do know true that if a Yoruba man tells you that good morning, ah, I can't roll. I can't. when you finish, when you pass, or <laughs> <laughs> but it's not everybody hallelujah <laughs> Yoruba's hypocrisy can be it's like, even some of our proverbs you see hypocrisy there it's something that we but it's not everybody it's not everybody it's just some people so nothing not all Lausas are not not all of them are intolerant that all these people uh, that people say no it's not everybody you just have some people it might reflect more in some tribe than some other one but every tribe so are you getting what I'm saying Praise the Lord. But God. So, I just want to bring out that they actually said. So, when they were in palace that day and everything was turning against them, <laughs> Reuben just said, You see, the blood of Joseph is crying over our head. He said, Didn't I tell you? He said, That day when he wanted to sell, you saw how he prayed and it travailed. Joseph held their trousers, probably mucus coming out of his nose, tears. My brothers, don't sell me. You know, you, you, you cannot appreciate what happened that day right now. To come from a priest family and for them to sell you as a slave, to be owned as another man somebody forever, and these are your brothers. He held them and he was crying. Reuben said, didn't you see the travail of his soul that day? The guy so vexed till death and you still sold him. Now we are suffering. And the Bible said, Joseph was hearing. They thought they were speaking like People from Yoruba being in the north and speaking, say, Ah, when Joseph heard, Bible say his emotion wanted to betray me. He went to the bedroom to cry. Then he came out and he said, You see, you guys are spies. <laughs> anyway, but God turned it. God turned it. God turned it. Oh. 
We are new creations. The weapons were warfare. In our homes, you don't do 50, you don't do tit for tat at all. Your husband says something, so you go to another level. Or your wife says something, you want to respond back. And sometimes, one of the reasons why transformation is slow, you have not understood the concept of new creation reality as you should. We must walk in the spirit. And when you walk in the spirit, your flesh suffers. Ego, things will go. And when you walk in the spirit, you are transparent. One of the greatest, one of the reasons why nobody matches Joyce Meyer in a simple message of blessing people, she talks a lot about how horrible she was before she got born again, after she got born again. She, she told us one day, when she was in church, she wanted her husband to be in the committee, in the leadership. So that the husband will come home and be giving her gossip of everybody's secrets in church. She was praying that her husband should be a leader in the church so that she can know people's secrets. She was full of all, all kinds of baggages. But she was sincere and God removed all of them. Don't always close up. I have met Christians. Once you ask them a question, they are going to tell you a lie. And I keep quiet. I say this with regret. Sisters in our church who have veered off and have a serious problem relationship, all of them had an opportunity. When you ask about the guy, they tell you lies. We are sad of people in counseling about marriage before they were planning to marry and they, they lied about every information about three people so far. And I wonder why. And eventually when things are cracking up, then they come and we still love them. But you just realize, why? Have you seen the fruit? The woman you gave me. Sometimes, carnality manifests in order. You are not willing to accept that you are wrong. You transfer blame. You can only be better. If you are in an office, even if a leader blames you for what is not entirely your fault, listen to me. If you take that correction, it makes you a better person. That's why the fruit of the Spirit is necessary. So, I have 18 minutes more. Genesis chapter 12. Is someone blessed already this morning? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You see, one time I observed that as I take you to some very deep things in the Bible, I will bring you to everyday life. God has a plan for you. Genesis chapter 12. Are you there? The Bible says, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Abraham now, not yet Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, from thy kindred, from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Say to your neighbor, Come out of your father's house. No, say it like, in a very serious way. Say, bros, Okay, come out. <laughs> if you are married, tell the person tell you that well, I'm already out of my father's. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody are, are you God has said now pay attention to that word. Not that God is now saying, God has said, He has said it to Abraham before. Now I don't know whether this is true or not, but somebody once said that probably Abraham's father had the same vision because he too carried his family and took them away 
from where they were living before and then he died what is the meaning of this this i'm about to share with you is a very heavy message the number one point you should notice is this or you should note put down oh thank you jesus god has said so abraham's father finally died then abraham wanted to move see some of the concepts that people turn to deliverance prayer i understand what they are trying to say they are not totally wrong but at times you can go a wrong way addressing the issue the first thing you should notice this you can never become what god wants you to be in your father's house please write it down in my father's house <laughs> so the next one will be what is father's house old testament you call it a shadow new testament is the substance so some of the stories you see in old testament they happen for real but the lessons you draw from them they can apply to something beyond what happened in the story did you get that so your father's house it's not a physical location that you carry your bag and say i'm leaving even though that might be necessary i just encourage ladies that don't tell a guy who wants to marry you not to marry you and take you to his father's house it's not very good for this man for this cause shall a man leave his father ah i've counseled couples before most of them don't come to this church a lot of people come to me don't come to for counsel when it comes to marry once i hear almost in all cases uh we stay in his family in his family there will be a fight between you and members of his family and it will affect you eventually because you already violated what the bible says for this cause shall a man live but yours is not living you're gonna have a problem even if, it's, if the father has a system room mansion and you can only afford a mini flat move you can go and be visiting the father establish your own family for this cause shall a man leave when the man says i want man are you have you left if you have not left you cannot be my husband but then the concept of the house goes beyond a physical location oh my god one of the things that i seek to address is the fact that why do some christians now they are born again but all the tenets of their father's house are still manifesting in them everybody has a root see remember this foundation because we are going to continue next by the grace of god everybody all of you are from somewhere all of us are from somewhere in your root there are positive stuff and negative stuff i want to show you god's genius god's way of reasoning you will the first thing you will notice in the bible every deliverer that came to deliver their people first left their people i want to show you something about paul and we when we get we are going to run through stories in the bible they will be quite interesting but to give you um the introduction genesis 37 the bible said this is the history of jacob and the bible started with joseph joseph was not the firstborn not even the secondborn why must the history of his father begin with him see uh, genesis 37 there is a reason and you have to understand this i want to imagine i believe 
I am standing and addressing deliverers, saviors this morning. The Bible says, Savior shall come from Zion. You are called to lift up your family and to lift up your nation. But you know what? The principle demands that you cannot be like the people you want to help. Verse 2. Jacob dwelt in land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. What's the first name there? Why not Ruben? Isaac had two sons, Esau and Jacob. Esau stayed in the father's house. His story ended like that. Jacob left. And it was the day he left and he passed a night that God spoke to him. God never spoke to him in his father's house until he left. Jacob had 12 sons. Only Joseph went to Egypt. The rest were at home. So the Bible said that this is the generation of Joseph. Jacob, Joseph. You don't know the names of other siblings of Samuel. He was only one that left the house and stayed with Eli. Are you getting what I'm saying? You begin to understand when the mother of Jesus and his brothers came and somebody came out to say that your mother and your brothers are looking for you. He said, who, am I? who is my mother? Who are my brothers? He said, all these people. That means you don't understand that there is a separation. God said to Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 26 when he was giving account of how Jesus appeared to him, verse 26. Then he was saying the exact word Jesus said to him the day he saw Jesus on his way to Damascus and he fell down. Then he said that then Agrippa, uh, Act 26. Give me verse, verse 23 or 20, there about, yeah. So he was talking before Agrippa. Fast, fast, fast. Start from verse 23. No, go to verse 16. 16, sorry, 16. Go to 16. That should be the, the verse. Verse 16. But rise and stand upon thy feet. Now, this is Jesus talking to Paul. Paul was telling Agrippa that the day of my conversion, these were the words the Lord said to me. So the Lord said to him, I have appeared to thee for this purpose to make you a minister and a witness both of the things that you have seen and of the things which I will appear unto thee. Next verse. Delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom. Did you get this? Jesus said to Paul, I have appeared to you for this purpose. The number one thing the appearance will do is that I will deliver you from the people. Then I will send you back to them. Are you beginning to understand why Moses had to go to Egypt for 40 years? He could not be among the slaves and deliver the slaves. When he came back and he began to tell them that there is someone called Jehovah, you are not going to be in bondage forever. The Bible says even the, soul, the, the people objected. Because he was talking at a plane higher. By the time we get to this uh, message, God goes through a period, process of pruning. He expects you to internalize and pick and grab all the good things of your lineage. But you need to move to another level that you might be able to produce God's plan higher than the plane that the family has been. Otherwise, in my few years on this face of the earth, I have seen Fathers who were outdoor worshippers giving birth to a son. The son got born. The father died 47. Around 48, 49, the son died. Two people, they was a Christian. I have seen transgenerational poverty. I have seen homes where somehow only women tend to work, not men. And you expect that automatically, Calvary should, redemption should correct this. But you say, redemption gives you authority too. That authority functions with understanding. So it is not automatic. It has taken place, but it must be enforced.
Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. I have seen homes where, while growing up, the father and the mother bashing each other every day. Now the guy and his wife are born again, and the same thing. He, he, he cannot, he doesn't want it, but he keeps doing it. So God said to Paul, I will deliver you. Jesus said to him, I will, and then I will send you. Why I'm sharing this with you is that seated here today are the saint ones. Generations will rejoice because we have come to this world. Shout a loud amen. Yeah. Never keep quiet when you come to church. It's important. Hallelujah. I know that already many of you can understand what I'm saying. That is why you are in this place listening to this message. It's an act of God's, it's part of God's grace that the word of God will comfort you. Sincerely speaking, education does not necessarily solve this thing. No. Some people rise to the highest level and they crash. Going back to the same, my father is 72. He went to the same school with MK Wabiola and uh, President Obasan They were his seniors in school. They still do old boys association. And the shocking thing that some of the guys who were the most brilliant when they were in school are going to meet the likes of OBJ and all there to beg for crumbs. My father's friend, though he's a Muslim, but he made a very remarkable statement one day. He was, he went to see one of his colleagues. He was still staying in their family house. And the family house, he saw old women, they sat outside like this. The guy told his brother that I'm not coming down here. He said, I don't want what is on him to come up here. And this guy, Came to my house and I was inside the house serving then or so I come I was at home and it was outside and he was begging my father for money and they were colleagues and his English when before my father went to UK he was this guy went ahead of all of them he schooled abroad he came back to Nigeria he eventually back to that family house he wasn't speaking normal he was still speaking British English and I dare Lord Jesus somehow Many of you listening to me and those who are watching, you have complained about some things about your parents and you are seeing some traces. Children at times, they complain about their parents being too strict and everything. They grow up and they do the same. Now their children are complaining also that daddy is too strict, this one, that one. See, it's not about deliverance prayer like people are saying. Sometimes there is need to look into the word of God and understand why certain things. At times, it is the soil that supplies the nutrient to the seed that, that we have to change. At times, it is the seed itself that we have to be changed. But believe me sincerely, even spirituality, they begin with thought pattern. One of the things that the word of God will force the world to do is to adjust your thing. If you are thinking the same way, you are going to go back the same way. The one that showed me more, there is this guy, he's a member of my family, though distant member. While growing up, we used to go to their house, and the father would sit there outside complaining about Aglican. He wouldn't go to church. He would talk all about vicar, parochial community, everything, so he stopped going to church. This guy is a middle-aged man now, and he has started doing the same thing. He sits at home, his wife cannot persuade him, and he complains about. So I think somebody told him one day, that you remember that your dad was doing this about your age or so until he died he never went to church that shocked him because he woke up and he realized that it's the truth that growing up was always there his father complaining 
and he didn't know why the same thing came to him now people have given back to us they've also left us with good virtues but there's some other things so how do we lay aside the wrong ones and we embrace the good one and grow to another level and we're able to bat another family that starts on a higher plane without the errors and the regrets of the past for some reasons when uh, this one I was singing back in me when I was singing worship before the message again the Lord brought to my attention how many women especially things have happened in your life hurt and regret and pain but you will not talk to anybody about it it might be that you start transferring it to your children or start acting somehow believe me sincerely God forbid God forbid I make terrible mistakes as a leader there are minor mistakes and there are major mistakes but I have already put myself under a vow to be so transparent to be able to talk freely to people I don't want to be like Adam and Hyde hide from what Jesus said there is nothing covered that will not be revealed Africans in particular we love to cover things sometimes a white man will fall he will write about it and it will bless people even your mistakes can help people coming behind if you let them know but if you try to do superman and cover you don't want people to know People should be able to say, I hired a female secretary. This and this happened. And I've realized it's not good to have a female staff. It will help some other young people following you. It is true. Jesus hasn't found a church where there is genuine transparency. But this will be the church. I get what I'm saying. I don't go about talking to everybody, but there should be a group of people that you can talk to. And you can say, see, this is it. This is what is going on. When I was in school, every time they asked me, do you like that girl? I would say, yes, I like her. If I truly liked her. I will just be like, but I don't know whether I will ever ask her out. She's a wonderful lady in the fellowship. Say, I like her. Do you think about her? I think about her. I've, I've thought about her many times. Have you made any show? No. I'm still thinking. But the rest of people do that. So, ah, me, ah, no. I've, I've never. <laughs> there was a brother who said that. And three weeks after he went out to ask the lady, she gave him nail. No, she didn't give, give him nail. She gave him arrow. Nails are small. And he kept quiet about it. He didn't tell. There were six friends. He didn't tell the rest that he asked her out. And he got a resounding no. He just came and the friendship continued. When they decided, say, oh boy, you are a traitor. So you were talking in the order. They said you didn't like her. So you even went as far as asking her out. You got a no and you didn't tell anybody. So people are like that. You have friends, but you do your own thing. When guys were staying with me, I think you might know the person I'm talking about. All of us might just have indomie to eat and then at time we just sit down and take water, not, nothing to eat. But there were two guys. <laughs> you might know the person I'm talking about. <laughs> Until one of them caught, one of us caught them one day. I said, we are all broke. We don't have money and everything. <laughs> But they'll go and hide. Next street to run, there was somebody selling something there. They will hide inside the buka to buy food and they will settle themselves. And they will come to the house and sit on a chair. Ah, now, wow. And all of us were exercising faith that uh, 
I was not in a relationship then, so I would, I would tell them that all of you are relationship. That which kind of girls are you dating? That will not even think of a plate of rice. <laughs> I told the brother one day. <laughs> I didn't say that was concern for him. It was hunger driving me. I said, which kind of relationship is this your relationship? That will be there for one week. We are hungry. This girl lives in level. This is her parents. Her parents are rich. Everything is fine. That is she, is it, are you sure this is love? <laughs> That nothing has come to us. <laughs> well, eventually the relationship broke. I hope I didn't break it. <laughs> no, some other things happened and they had to. <laughs> Hallelujah. And actually, my observation was right because eventually he discovered what I was saying. He discovered late. See, they say that um, the elders will say when a child is caught in a tree, the, the elders will know where to fall. It is true. And that the things that elders see sitting down, you might not see it, even if you enter a private jet. <laughs> Hallelujah. I kept sensing that there was something wrong with the relationship. So when I said that, I now told okay, what, she has not even come to visit us. And you are dating and you are both in Lagos. What's going on? He said, she's busy. I said, okay, you tell her that you want to go and visit her. Week one, ah, we are going somewhere on Saturday. It was uh, the brother was having it. We are going somewhere on Sunday. We are going. To, actually, I'm talking about P. Josh. Those that I know, they will forgive me. I can talk about their story freely. The brother with every excuse, one excuse after the other, one excuse after the other, one excuse after the other. So on his birthday, and this week was his birthday, so it, it, it makes the story fresh. He was cutting with me then. So on his birthday, this lady came. That was the only time she came to her house, and he was very happy. But what I was seeing on the girl, you should have eyes that can see. You see, if, if Abel had it, he wouldn't have died. The Bible says that when God rejected Cain's sacrifice, his countenance fell. How come you don't know those who are about to kill you? You are hugging everybody. Hey, how are you? You cannot see that since you have, promo- you have been promoted, this person's countenance has fallen. I know all I can tell where everybody is with me. One day, a friend came to tell me something. They don't come to this church. That another friend said about me. He said it because there was a fallout between the two of them. I knew what he himself, but see, I won't. I, I made the point to listen. And I don't pretend about it. I listen to people genuinely and I feel their pain. My own is that let's solve this problem. Mine does not matter. As a matter of fact, I don't see any problem here. I went and reported to me what some people here even said about me. It means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. I won't fight. I will not take a decision based on it. Can I say this to you? This might shock everybody. I've appointed people to uh, leadership before who have said things. As they have said things before, and I, I still call them and ordain them. It doesn't mean anything to me. If I believe that they are sincere, they want to do what they want to do for God, that's all. Later, they will get to know me better and change their mind about that. We don't fight over things. If you do, you are going to lose a lot of things. You do get what I've just said now. It is true. But what I just told you, it takes a lot of maturity to do that. So here are somebody that says something that I still want to reach out in love to the person. God trained me that way. Those who are very close to me, they understand. By the grace of God, one of the pastors one time, there was something, and then she asked me on my birthday, that how come it's always very easy for you to forgive? And she said, can I have the same grace? And honestly, I say this under God. The easiest thing for me to do is to forgive people. 
I've invited people here to do one or two things on the pulpit who have deeply offended me before. Yeah. I have served under a pastor before who will say nasty things about me. He felt I was competing with her and I, I never did that. And I never acted on any of those. I was his interpreter. And he would say all kinds of things. He did not inside the hall praying one day and I was talking to a lady that went to where uh, they invited him to preach. What did he preach? He said nonsense. He was talking about me. And that day I still helped him to iron and to do things and it didn't matter to me. I'll just be like, what I just shared with you, we've been practicing for years. It is God that judges. That's all. Did you get that? So anyway, back to your story. <laughs> He's nodding his head. Right, I have to close now. <laughs> Finally, the girl came, you know. I looked at her and said, this lady is not happy. So he ran out. We also didn't know that he to had money. You know, all of us were supposed not to have money. <laughs> he went out to buy drinks. And I was thinking in my head, you never bought Coke for me. Now you're right, the, the lady came with her friend. So when he went, I took that opportunity. I called her. I said, look, you're acting somehow. You are not happy. And she said, yes. That in fact, she's here today to call the relationship with. Ah, I said on his birthday. Can I beg you, sisters, Edjo, be merciful. Don't say some things at some. Guys, also the same thing. A lady here told me of a guy that jilted her. And he was asking her, was an anek, broke relationship, and invited her for his wedding. You're asking somebody out, and you were planning your wedding. And you see, invited her. Yeah. One lady sat in someone's car, opened the glove compartment in one church, and saw wedding Ivy there when the guy was asking her out. Some people were, even if you enter heaven, what they would do to you at that gate. So I said, her sister, no, no, no. I said, you see, I don't interfere with people's decision. I said, you can come tomorrow and break up with him or next week. I said, but for Christ's sake, not on his birthday. And after I said, you know, I was still teasing him that you've not been coming to visit. I said, so you've never been to this house before. And the only time you are coming to visit your supposed boyfriend is to come and say to him that it is over. I said, things are not done that way. I said, look, I'm not saying you should not break up. It's your life. It's none of my business. Even though I wish you don't. I said, but I can't control that. But I'm just saying that. Can you wait? So she said, okay so he came in he opened the fanta and the coat at least one coat got to misha <laughs> so <laughs> the whole thing ended and the lady left and everything so i don't know whether i mentioned him but the lady now called him so they went to one eatery and then she broke the news to him and he took it away and now he has found this all after. oh we bless you oh, we wish we adore your name we give you praise, we give you praise. Yeva makasuri amandele asanda prakizo prakishtele mandala kusele basho. Reketuri amandala kusele amandele anastalamala kusele kiraba. Ito malahasa lamandera kishula mandala sito kuriyama. Lito kubraha sekele mokutu yaraba sele mandala bakuria salaba ketele mokutu. May the Lord heal every wounded heart this morning. Let the living water of God wash away every burden in people's hearts. Amen. I pray for all leaders in any way, whether you lead a family, you lead a school, you lead a business. May you become, after today's service, a leader indeed. Amen. Whatever it takes to lead a right. 
receive it in Jesus name Amen. thank you father thank you father glory to your name coming into Christ is beyond joining the church is beyond the religion it is joining God's family and that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus so I just want to lead you right away now if you are if you want to give your heart to Christ just see after me say Lord Jesus I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you if you have said those words will be late you are born again you are part of God's family right now you can go ahead and rejoice about it God bless you we love you Yes.